After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. Uh, Girl Power Unite and other phony things that don't exist. Uh, (laughs) I want to thank Elena, Nicole, Stephanie. They all emailed in about what Elena called Dawn's failed reference. Uh, from the uh, movie How to Lose a Guy in 10, ga- 10 Days in reaction to a joke we were telling about why men name their thingies. Dawn was trying to think of it, and they uh, they all wanted Dawn to know it was Princess Sophia. That's it. Oh, my God. Thank How God. I forget that? All of us were going to lose sleep over that. Uh, hello there. Uh, Mike, good morning. Uh, hi. Good morning, guys. How are you all doing? Morning. What's good. up? What's up, man? Um, I'm, I'm emotional, so I need I need a little bit of help. Um, I've been a really long time listener. God, it's Rob. I met you back in Carson city, uh, a long, long time ago. Um, when it was just you and the other guy on the show, but, uh, you know, so I feel like you've always been kind of like a mentor slash buddy that I can kind of chime into and get advice when I don't necessarily ask for it. Sure. Um, just a little bit of a backstory. So my, so this is very clear. Um, I've been married before. Um, my first wife cheated on me and that's how we ended our relationship. And it took me quite a long time to get through it. Um, but then, uh, um, about 16 years ago, I, I met the woman of my dreams. Um, we've been married for 12 years now and, um, she helped me raise my son from my previous marriage. Um, she's always been beautiful in my eyes, no matter what, um, I've gone through some health issues through those years um, where I'm not an alcoholic or anything like that, but I've, I've, my liver almost gave out on me um, to the fact where I was told that I wasn't going to make it out of the hospital to the fact that I wasn't going to live five years. Wow. That was seven and a half years ago. Wow. And I'm in the healthiest shape I've ever been. <laughs> um, unfortunately, one of the side effects of this thing going on is I've lost um, my uh, my capability of having normal sexual relations. Yeah. Got yes. It. Um, I can tell you were struggling so, for what you could say on the radio there. So yeah, we we we, we wow. get it. Okay. It trouble trouble being intimate physically. Yeah. Okay. And p- pills don't really work. Um. So I I do other things with my wife. Right. We we um. We tried different things, and we've been pretty happy. Um, like I said, I've, I've gotten in the best shape healthy, health-wise that I have been in my entire life. Um, and um, I lost weight, and my wife was like, hey, you know, she was noticing me losing weight. And she started working hard at herself and losing weight, and she kind of ditched her glasses, and she started wearing contacts. She started doing her makeup daily, and now she goes and gets her hair done. And, I mean, she she's just smashing. And um, I tell her all the time. I try to show her. I mean, when she's around me, I can't even keep my hands off of her. I'm, I'm you know, 47 years old looking like a 22-year-old, you know. Um, she came to me the other day and, and kind of told me that because when we all go out as a group, Normally we go to people like to go to bars and stuff. And because of my problem, I don't really drink. You know, I can't, um, I might sneak in a beer, but I drink a lot of water with it. Um, you know, just to kind of take the edge off and kind of be social. But 
they all kind of get drunk, and I'm always the DD. I'm always, you know, kind of like, you know, dad in the corner making sure everybody gets home safe, things like that. Um, they, uh, with, with her newfound look and with her newfound confidence, she, you know, is having, being, uh, she's getting a, a lot more attention. And she, you know, told me the other day that I'm kind of a bummer when we go out because I'm not at that level, you know, where they're all at, where they're kind of bouncing off the walls and having fun and laughing and drinking and having all that. And she's like, you know, I can tell that you're bored because you kind of just sit in a corner and just kind of smirk at people. And, you know, you'll laugh and you'll talk, but you don't really do a lot um, to, to be in there. And she doesn't blame me for it. But with the newfound confidence that she has, um, and people looking at her, it kind of got her mind wondering what if, and she came to me and told me this the other day. Um, and, uh, you know, one of her coworkers even asked her if they wanted to go out and this other coworkers married as well. And uh, whatever's going on in his life, Jesus, I don't know. She won't tell me who it is because I'm a rather big dude. Um, you know, so she's afraid that I would show up and, do something devastating and, or, you know, follow him and go to his wife and say, you know, this is the kind of man that you're with. Um, she told me in this confidence because she said, I want you to know I, nothing happened. Nothing will happen. But she kind of liked the thought that somebody was giving her that attention. And she says, you know, she is sexually frustrated at times. When she told me this, I want to hurt myself. I just, I, I don't even want to go about, you know, poorly timed, call. not being able to. I don't know, man. Is it worth living or? Oh, yeah, am yes. I losing? Oh, 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 sweetie, I just oh, I want to grab you. Oh my God, you. I just feel like I'm losing my mind over it. No. Okay, oh. okay, okay. Oh my take, gosh. take a beat. Take a beat. Um, I get it. Um, sexual. Performance is a big deal for most men, overwhelmingly. Not all, um, but for most men. And it, 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 can, it can rip away at your soul, especially when it's something that is almost entirely out of your control uh, because of your, your health conditions. You say that uh, pills don't work, which makes me assume that you have talked to a doctor about what can I do to, to, be, um, to, be, to be able to perform sexually. I, I do have to say, though, that's not your problem. That, that's not the issue here. Um, it's, it's very concerning the way your wife is handling this. Very. Um, and I'm, I'm going to start with when you started describing how she was getting back in shape and she's getting her hair done nicer and she's getting her nails done and her, we, uh, earlier this morning, we talked about how January was divorce month, meaning that, uh, it's the, the month with the highest rate of people who seek out advice from attorneys about getting divorced. What I didn't read in that story, because the story came out like in the beginning of January, and I held on to it till we all got through it. They had a whole list of things that you should look for in your partner to see if they have a foot out the door. And you listed almost all of them when you listed what your wife was doing. Um, that was the first red flag. Big red flag in no order, uh, it, this, uh, this coworker who is also married, who asked her out, and she tells you just enough to seem like she's being honest. But she won't tell you his name, and she swears nothing has happened. Mm -hmm. That could be, could be, 
somebody who has already done something she knows she shouldn't have and wants to create a transparent story by telling you a half-truth or a third truth. might not be that. But the fact that she thinks you're a bummer because you can't go out and get drunk with, with her and her friends is – and, and the fact that she's, she's sexually frustrated and her reaction is to blame you in a way for not being any fun as opposed to modifying her behavior and realizing, okay, as we talked about on this show for decades, people change. Their personalities change. Things happen physically to them. And those are the tests of when you're meant to be together forever. You alter, you go, okay, well, my person can't do this, doesn't like this anymore. Can I enjoy life with them not doing this or being able to do this? And if the answer is no, I always kind of go, well, it looks like you've grown apart. This is the classic, what if what if what happened to you was you got you got paralyzed from the, the, the chest down? Sounds to me like she'd be gone. Um so when you start talking about hurting yourself to circle back, first of all, I get it in terms of the I don't feel like a man. I'm not satisfying my wife and, and my woman. Um, I need you to step back and take a look at her and whether or not you deserve better. And, and I get it. You've already been through this once uh, in terms of the divorce. And it could be that you got a second wife cheating on you. Uh, but life being worth living because your wife who's treating you like garbage at a time when you need her most – is is sexually frustrated and is not telling you about a man at work who's asking her out. Yeah, life's worth living, not 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 the way you're living it. I'm not saying this is over, but you you gotta you gotta give you gotta give yourself a lot more credit and understand what you're worth. I'll let some other people chime in here and we'll check back in with you. I, 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 when you touched on her attitude at the bar, saying that he's a bummer because he can't go out and drink, and then basically saying. Um, that he's no fun. Is that a form of gaslighting? Because he has this condition where he can't, and she's not standing by him. And then she's saying, "Oh, it's your fault, even though you have this condition that that you're no fun." That is that, that, right. that was the most toxic yeah, thing I, I heard. I can I, I can I'll, put that under cool. gaslighting. Yeah, because especially didn't he follow it up with, "But she doesn't hold it against me" or something like that. Yes, she does. That, exactly. That, that's the attack, dude. Right. Um, before dawn chimes in, we got an email here from Eric. Says it's hard for me to understand the situation and what the caller is going through. The one thing I do know is that in any scenario, any case, any traumatic experience, it's always worth living. Always. Please don't make a rash emotional decision based off this or anything else that will greatly affect your life, obviously, and all those that care for and love you. Especially since, Mike, you have a son. Let's not lose sight of that. Who I would like to talk to is your wife. But I can't. So I'm going to say to you, my heart hurts for you because in my opinion, and whatever that's worth to you, this is no way to treat your husband, your life partner, your best friend at all whatsoever. I am all for couples being very honest with each other, and sometimes it can be brutal, but there's also a time and a place for it, and this is not the time or place. For her to express her sexual frustrations. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the one that's actually dealing with the actual affliction. Yes, she's a byproduct of it, but I find that extremely selfish. I think you need tender care, love, and understanding right now. And I am very sorry that you're not getting it. I find her as a wife to be completely out of line. And I will echo times a bazillion, the letter writer and Rob, you're not the problem here. 
absolutely your life is worth everything. And if you can't see that right now, what Rob just said, see it for your son. You do... you don't deserve any which way, and I'm sorry, when you decide to spend your life with someone and you love them, and all of a sudden you have this newfound beauty, you don't then just go actually take it out for a ride. You don't do that. You might be proud of yourself and like the way you look and love that your husband thinks it, but that's where it starts and ends. I'm I'm very sorry, and I want you to know your life is everything, and it is meaningful, and it's valuable. You have a right for your heart to hurt and be crying because you're not treated properly right now by your wife. I can relate to this guy pretty pretty well. Um, when I was in a previous life, I was married to uh, somebody who did similar things towards the end, showed signs that they were going out the door, and just completely disassociating themselves from me, and putting blame on me for a lot of things. And while I did make mistakes, but primarily the the mistakes that she was pointing out were more of those types of things that we should have been working together on. Uh, Instead of that, she decided to just disown me, basically. Um, And it feels horrible. If if you do, I can can totally understand where you are, where you want to just self-harm, because I did similar things. I just did not take care of myself. And because I felt less than she made me feel less than. And I, at one point I, I had the same thought, like, do I, is it even worth living? And the answer is absolutely yes, but it's normal to feel what you're feeling when you're being, this might sound dramatic, emotionally abused in a way. Um, yeah. Not dramatic at all. No, it but is emotional abuse. The way that she is, talking to you and the way she talks about other people and how she wants to engage with them completely undermines you and where you're at. Take the affliction out of it. Take the sexual inability out of the picture. She should still be by your side trying to figure out how you two can reconnect on that deeper level. And in my opinion, she is not your person. And unfortunately, you do have... A ch- is the child both of theirs? Uh, no, it's uh, from his. From the previous marriage? It's his. Well, thank goodness, because now you're not, you don't have that significant tie to her. You know, I'm grateful that I didn't have kids in, in my previous marriage because that would have been horrific to have to be associated with that person anymore. Um, I'm not down. I'm not trying to, like, dig on them. That was just our stage in life and what we went, went through, and I learned a lot of lessons. But it's taken me a long time to rebuild myself and my self-esteem because of everything that I've been through in that relationship. Mike, I'm going to check in with you in about 60 seconds. Uh, just a few things that uh, I, I noted here. Uh, first of all, uh, as a guy who spent a decade of his adult life in and out of therapy, I appreciate Brandon's use of the word disassociating. That is one you learn in therapy. Uh, it has a variety of, uh, of, uh, of practices there. Um, back to the sex thing, because uh, Dawn mentioned uh, it's not the time for her to bring up her sexual frustrations. I look at it a slightly different way based on what you're telling us, Mike. My wife and I, we've talked all the time on this show about the thing that's most important in in long-term relationships and marriages, compatibility. If both of you don't think sex is very important, good. If one of you thinks sex is like in the top three and the other one's like not that important, you're going to have problems. My wife and I have very high sex drives and we think it's very important. Top three issue. And what I'm hearing from her, from you rather, is... You're doing things with your wife. You are engaging sexually with her. Yep. And uh, I've, got a, I've got a pretty good history of, of sex. Uh, and as I say, my wife and I are very prolific. 
dude doesn't have to use his, his ding-dong for a woman to have a lot of pleasure if she's into it and he's into it. So I, 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 I believe if you are giving us the honest truth, she's back to Kyle's gaslighting. She's using an existing known condition as an excuse to explain the behavior that she's either already doing or she's going to do, and then she's going to tell you about it. She's setting you up. This is, you're the building, okay? And her sexual frustrations are the wrecking ball, and it's swinging out there. Say, you're a defective man. Yeah, and I've told you about it. Meanwhile, you, Mike, are doing everything you can, and she is not into it because she has her head out the door. And pretty soon, she's going to tell you the, the next story about this coworker, and wham! That's when the wrecking ball hits you, and I'm so glad you called today so that we can talk with you and hopefully prepare you for whatever may have to happen now in terms of conversations, changes, therapy, whatever people are are, are open to. This is why I, I, I do not agree with her expressing that in that moment because he they are trying everything. It's not like he isn't, and, and he's giving up, and, and she's not gently sitting him down saying, oh... And using these words, oh, I miss our intimacy. Do you? What are things we could do that don't even include, right, him having to perform because he can't, right? It's a gentle conversation. It's a loving conversation. And that is why her her brutal, mean honesty at that moment is selfish, self-centered, rotten. I, all right, Mike, you heard from the entire team. I want to give you time to kind of take it all in, and then we'll circle back. We'll see if we, like, did we misinterpret anything? Did any of this help make you think of anything? Uh, the floor is yours. Yeah, um, so I'm not I'm not defending what she, what she said. Um, everything does make a lot of sense. Um, it was – it did come to me because, you know, like I said, when we – when this happened, um, it, it has been a, a while you know, since this sexual thing has happened. And, um, you know, I always go back to the fact that we could be um, doing more. You know, I do what I can when the mood's right, I guess is the right way to say it. Um, Not really thinking about whether she's ready because she was just, you know, she's just like a, a light switch, you know. She was always ready when I was ready. And so I was like, okay, well, if I'm if I'm ready and I'm and I'm doing this, maybe we can, you know, go forward and we would have her fun. And, and then I, I would realize, you know what, maybe now that I'm looking at it in hindsight, maybe I could have been a little bit more, you know, into it um, or more trying more. Um, the the thing with the, um, the the thing with the coworker was. She she didn't come to me in, in a mean, vicious way, the way she – it sounds like it, it did, but she was literally sitting down in front of me, crying her eyes out, holding my hand, telling me that she was scared, she was upset that, that this, you know, had happened and that she wanted me to talk to her and that she knew that I was having um, anxiety issues towards, you know, the other problems in my life and that she did not want to dump everything. And that she was, she did say that she was talking to me because of how much she, how much she loves and cares, and she wants to to get through it. Yep. But she didn't want to hold anything back from me. So I'm not really trying to defend what she had said or the manner, but the manner that it came off was probably could have used a little bit more light. Okay, uh, a couple of things, Mike. 
Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, because of the way the clock works and stuff, we only got a few minutes left with you. I, I want to give you all the time, but we can't. Um, I think I think Dawn wants to say something about this, but I'm going to start with the light switch sex drive thing. Let's go back to make it very personal, my wife and me. Again, very high sex drives uh, when when we're both into it uh, many times a week. And it ebbs and it flows. Like any, I haven't had sex in six weeks. We've been so sick. Neither one of us wants to. If one of us ha- turns the light switch on and the other one's not into it, that's it. it let's, let's say it's Christina. She's into it. She wants, and I'm like, babe, it's, just, it's not, it's not going to happen tonight. I don't then feel like, man, I should have really stepped up and done more. I, I, I can see where you're at. I, I, I got where you're at mentally and emotionally now, which brings us to this coworker thing. She's crying her eyes out because a married guy at work asked her out. Um, yeah. She wanted you to receive it the way you did. You, the more you talk, Mike, the worse it gets. And I'm sorry, but you know, from you've been listening since before this show was a show. I'm not going to sugarcoat this for this. You are, you are married to a narcissistic sociopath, and all of the things that you missed previously are coming out. At least she is right now. She is acting like a narcissistic sociopath. And, that she wa- and, and, and when you told the story of how she held your hand and she was crying about the coworker, Brandon dipped his head into his hands, and I know why. It felt so familiar. Am I right? Yeah, I, I don't really want to go into detail. I, don't, but I know, but that's all yeah, I need is a yeah. She spot on, right? She is. You don't have playing to, the game. She she knows you. She's she knows every piece of what will make you react in the way that you did, and just just by you you led into that. Um, your you led into your statement by saying I don't want to defend her, <laughs> but that's exactly what you're doing because she leads you to believe that this is not something that she wants and she ends by saying i want to work this out she's not, she doesn't want to work it out if she's talking to you about the proposition of another person having sex with her i know your heart's broken but i hope your your vision's fixed a little bit and dude i i feel like you need to stand strong you know you're not in the wrong here mm. you you have a condition that that she's obviously using as a weapon to go cheat on you with and it's disgusting. I, I'm sorry, that's all I have. No, I listen. I don't. I don't know her. She's not on the phone. Uh, I'm not hearing her talk. What I am hearing, though, is you talk, and you are determined to make this something you didn't or didn't do or should have done. You, you're determined to be a part of the problem, and, and this is a condition you didn't ask for it you didn't bring it on this isn't something that oh yeah here let me i'll stop doing that and then we can be intimate again you are not the problem you have an affliction and i understand for you that is frustrating that is hard for you and you do not have a supportive partner right now and what is she trying to work out I don't even know what that means. I want to work this out. What do you want to work out? His inability to give you sex in the way you want it? What is she talking about? This is just rude and rotten, and I don't care how gently she said it and sat there and looked at you and held your hand. The, the, this is not how or the conversations you have with someone who has an affliction that's a medical condition that they did not bring upon themselves. 
These are not the conversations a wife has with her husband. I, 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 she's confusing the hell out of me. So I can only imagine how you feel because you're emotionally invested. And I'm very, very sorry you're going through this. You don't deserve any of it. I know you want to defend her till the end of time, even though you say you don't. I get that. That's what we want to do with our people. But yeah, I, you, you're not. You're, you're not in the wrong, and you need to stop thinking. Oh, I sh- oh God, yeah, I think back, and maybe I should have done more here. There, no, she should have as well, hundred percent, and not in this way. You, I agree. Yeah, why even bring up the guy at work? What does that have to do with anything? All right, Mike, I tell you what I'm going to do. We, we 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 are taking this so seriously. I mean, this is this has hit every one of us in some way, and I can see from the emails as I'm going to put you on hold, Mike. I'm going to move Treble Trouble to 9.15 so that we can take a break. I have to take the break. still a business. I want you to take the five-minute break, Mike, to think about everything we've said, everything you're thinking. I'd love to hear that you just said I agree. Uh, and, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk to you for 10 more minutes, and, and then we'll play Treble Trouble. For those of you that are waiting for your win before you can buy them social D tickets, we'll do it. We'll play it uh, at, uh, at 9.15. We'll be back right after this. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.